This is your alternative football show on the left side. Hello! They've got one, Crystal Palace 1, Huddersfield 0, Andros Townsend with a corner from the right and there was Bakary Sacco with a flick header. Let's do this, shall we? Get down and dirty with the latest football news in the way that only we can. I'm Jim and this is On The Left Side. We like a good batshit crazy story in the OTLS office and it doesn't get much more battier, shittier or crazier than scenes in Barcelona right now. If, like me, your understanding of the Spanish political system and the tensions in Catalonia right now consist of a rioja fueled conversation in broken English with the waiter at your local La Tasca, then you were probably a little shocked to see some of the images and videos coming out of Barcelona this week during an independence referendum for the region that had been declared illegal by the Spanish government. Interestingly, it has been suggested that should Catalonia eventually become independent from Spain, Barcelona would no longer be required to play in La Liga and could even pop up playing in fixtures as part of the Premier League schedule. Finally, we'd find out if Lionel Messi really can do it on a rainy night in Stoke. But this week, amid widespread protests and clashes with the police, Barca requested that their game be postponed, a request which the powers that be, showing the usual common sense and understanding of most football and governing bodies, rejected completely. <coughs> Meaning the club could either play the game and risk the security of the fans and the players, or cancel the game completely, take a three-point fine, and have the match chalked off as a 3-0 loss. If this were Crystal Palace, they would probably have snapped your arm off to take a 3-0 loss. But this is Barcelona. They didn't want Real Madrid catching them in the title race and with just 20 minutes to go, decided to play the game behind closed doors instead to an eerily empty new Camp. So, here's a question for the philosophers. If Messi scores a goal and no one's there to see it, does it really count? Up a ball through the middle to Leo Messi. And that is how to take the ball around the keeper. The applause sounds like it's a goal in a uh, training session, but believe me, it's not. That is a moment of pure skill from Leo Messi. Yes, it does. In fact, he scored two. They both counted and Barcelona won 3-0. But not before a pitch invasion halted play, which was particularly impressive as there were no fans in the stadium. It's the kind of impressive security that the NHS invested in when they got Windows XP. It really is eerie, that complete lack of atmosphere. An empty football stadium, particularly one the size of the new Camp. But I guess if Barcelona do end up playing in England, at least they'll be already used to playing in places like the Etihad Stadium. Although Manchester City's home ground may soon shake off its unwanted reputation as the library of English football. And no, they haven't got that reputation because their fans have an insatiable thirst for literature. Unless literature happens to be the name of a new Brazilian left-back that Guardiola is lining up in the January transfer window, that is. Apparently, the city boss is all too aware of the quiet atmosphere on a match day, and he has personally asked the club to take action. But what action should that be? How do you get a crowd excited nowadays? Mm -hmm. Maybe you should invest millions of pounds in big-name players that are capable of winning trophies. Uh, yeah, they've done that, Jim. Oh. OK, well, how about you bring in the world's greatest manager to lead the team and produce football that is rarely seen in the Premier League? You mean like Pep Guardiola? OK, well, 
What about making the season tickets really cheap, like the cheapest in the Premier League? Yeah, done that too. But, um, dimming the lights and projecting a blue moon before a night game? Way ahead of you. Oh, fuck it, I give up. You'd think that the fans in the blue camp would have enough to cheer about right now, but apparently not. And Blue Supporters Group 1984 want to take action. It's 1894, Jim, not 1984. 1894 is the year the club was formed. 1984 is the year Club Tropicana was performed by Wham. Uh, it's a stupid name for a group. What, Wham? Wham's a great name. Shut up. Thought City were founded in 2002 anyway. A spokesman from the supporters group, 1894, said... The main issue we face is ensuring that people in different parts of the ground are all singing the same song at the same time. So right now in the stadium, there are people singing different songs to different tunes with different words, just creating a hell of a horrible noise. Sounds like a Little Mix record. At least the fans should have something more to cheer about soon. Because if a new report is to be believed, City are going to win the league. The clever guys at data company Grace Note Sports have just compiled a very special study that exclusively revealed that this season's Premier League will be won by... Manchester City! With Crystal Palace facing the drop. Apparently the top boffins have been busy... Crunching the numbers on the season. Which roughly translates as glancing at the Premier League table and working out that City are doing quite well. The good news is the research didn't cost an absolute fortune though. In fact, it was roughly the same price as nipping down to the corner shop and picking up a copy of The Sun. Whether City win the league or not remains to be seen, but it's hard to disagree that Crystal Palace are well and truly fucked. No goals, no points, and it's looking more and more like there is no hope for the South London club. You know you're in a mess when faced with the very real prospect that he might be about to join Crystal Palace on a free transfer, former England striker Ricky Lambert instead chose the option to retire from football for good with immediate effect. Bye-bye. If you don't laugh, you'd probably cry. And I can imagine there are a fair few Eagles fans choking back the tears when they feasted eyes on Palace fanzine five-year plans September goal of the month competition. Yes, in the month of September, there have been a plethora of goals to choose from. There was Bakary Sacco's header against Huddersfield in the Caribou Cup. Landros Townsend with a corner from the right and there was Bakary Sacco with a flick header. That goal in the Caribou Cup off the head of Bakary Sacco. Corner from the right and there was Bakary Sacco with a flick header. Even the Caribou Cup goal that saw Bakary Sacco find the net with his head. And there was Bakary Sacco with a flick header. Well played, everyone. But you know what? With the form that Palace are in right now, I don't think even Sacco's going to win that competition. <laughs> That's it. We are done. Thank you for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Do it now. It takes about 30 seconds. Just click the button on whatever program or app you use to listen to podcasts. And there you go. Next show will be with you when it's ready. That will be on Monday after the weekend's action or as it's the international break, the weekend's total lack of action, and I will see you then. Bye-bye. On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio. Club Tropicana was written and performed by Andrew Ridgely and George Michael for the 80s.
Ay, mando tope. A ver, tope. Message out and say, What am I? <laughs> I can't type. What am I recording? Let's see what answers. Oh, fucking tough. 